the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hey everybody, welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston and want to bring you great information on your health and bettering your life. And today will be no different. I have, I told you I was going to do this, Daniel Rosenthal, <laughs> uh, who is here with me today to talk a little bit about weight loss. And we're going to talk practical weight loss things that really work, not not the quick fixes and, and things that we are you know trying to guide everybody away from. So welcome in. I'm glad to have you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the offer to come on. You are very welcome. I have followed you on Instagram. You have a large Instagram presence, and I followed you on Instagram for a very long time. I love your information. So as a, as a weight loss doctor, it is um, you know, I'm always trying to push people into doing things the right way. And when I go through Instagram or any of the social media uh, platforms, I find people who are talking about things they should not be talking about, you know, people with zero credentials and, and zero knowledge. You have a great knowledge base. I love the things that you put out. Tell us a little bit about you. Thanks so much. Um, so as I'm sure you can probably tell, I am from the UK. I'm from London, um, although I currently live in, in Canada, in Nova Scotia, on the East Coast, where my wife is from. And I've been a weight loss coach. Well, I've been a personal trainer since the very beginning of 2017. So coming up for seven years at this point, I've been working in the industry. Um, so I started off as a personal trainer. Um help people mostly with weight loss as, as a trainer, um, also integrated nutrition as well. And then as the, the pandemic hit, um, living in Toronto, we were one of the um, most shut down cities in the, um, in, the, in the West, pretty much. So I saw that and I decided to try to take some of my business online. And so I slowly moved from in-person coaching to exclusively online coaching. And I do help people with, um, with weight loss. Um, and that is my personal background. So in my early 20s, I mean, I'm, I'm 38 for reference. In my early 20s, I was not in great shape. I didn't exercise. I didn't eat vegetables or fruit. I smoked 40 cigarettes a day at one point. Um, so I was, I was pretty out of shape. So for me, the key was to stop smoking, which allowed me to then start moving and made me want to then make some changes to my nutrition. I tried all the diets out there um, before we had the great information that we have now on social media and online, you know, keto, paleo, all that kind of stuff. I went through each and every one. Um, tried a bunch of different things, some way more sustainable than others, some sustainable for a couple of days at the very most. Um, so I, I probably lost somewhere around 30 to 40 pounds of body fat, built maybe 20-ish pounds of muscle over the last few years. And yeah, now I help my clients with similar kinds of body recomposition. And yeah, I mostly do work with um, with mums who are over 40, gotcha. who tend to be the you know most stressed out, most underslept um, people out there, um, super hardworking, um, tend to put everybody else first. And yeah, and so I help them to you know, persuade them that they do deserve to be put first sometimes, to make some simple changes and to essentially lose weight in the way that's 
lets them live their life um, as you know as well as maintain that weight loss in the long term. Because what good is losing twenty pounds if you then regain it within six months? So for me, I want people to both lose the weight and be able to keep it off forever. Absolutely, and I love that you described me in a sentence right there. <laughs> you know, I am, I'm well over forty, and I, my kids are well grown now. And so at one point, I think it was about forty eight, and I looked in the mirror and I said, "Really, this is not consistent with with living and it, taking care of." my family uh, definitely need to put myself first and then take care of my family because that is a, a beautiful natural course that a lot of women don't realize so I'm glad you went mm. in on that group so with that and uh, you know with your coaching where do you start I know many people and their obstacles especially women uh, over 40 moms I don't have time I don't have money I don't you know the the grocery store is expensive you know organic foods are expensive mm-hmm. where do you start with people that's a great question. And I'd want to. I want to focus on, you know, lack of time, lack of money, um, which is fair. I mean, that's absolutely fair. So, um, what that's is free? Fine. So, like, walk, walking is free. Yeah. It's free to go for a walk for like a 10, 20, 30 minute walk. It can be a five minute walk. It could be a two minute walk if you currently can't walk for more than a few minutes. So, you know, leave your, your house, hit start on the start button on your phone for a timer. When you see it says one minute, turn around and walk back. There's a two minute walk right there. And just like start wherever you can with whatever time that you have. Um, so focusing on things like that, things like going to bed a little bit earlier and getting a better quality sleep and a better night's sleep, that's also completely free. And it's going to make you feel way less hungry because we know that chronic sleep deprivation will make you feel hungrier. So going to bed a little bit earlier is always a great option. If you can't go to bed earlier, can we maybe improve the quality of the sleep that you do get? So maybe we take that phone out of your hand when you're in bed trying to relax because the worst thing you can do um, is scroll on your phone if you're trying to get to sleep or you're trying to get to sleep and stay asleep. Because, yeah, many people can scroll on the phone, fall asleep, but they're going to wake up in the middle of the night. And I believe that is due to your brain processing all that information that you just inputted from scrolling post after post after post on Instagram, watching this video about this subject, right. reading that post about that other subject. Your brain's not going to be in a, in a good state to be able to get into a nice deep sleep and have you wake up feeling refreshed so if you're getting you know seven or eight hours sleep but you never wake up feeling refreshed maybe we take that phone out of your, out of the bed and we start to do that kind of thing um and so the walking more is going to help you burn more calories um it's going to help relieve stress especially right we mentioned like lack of time lack of money that is going to lead to feeling very stressed um so getting better to better quality sleep is going to leave you feeling less stressed and less hungry walking more is going to have you feeling less stressed and it's probably going to help you manage manage hunger as well it's it's a funny thing when you look at people who are sedentary versus moderately active versus very active. The people with the lowest hunger are the people who are moderately active. Like they have less hunger than the people who are completely sedentary and highly active. So just getting some level of movement day to day is going to really help you with that kind of thing as well. And it can help you stop that overeating, which has led to the, the weight gain in the first place. You know, I, I tell uh, patients about you know getting steps. It, it's not always about just a sustained movement for 30 minutes. You're taking 30 minutes. It doesn't take 30 minutes. It takes an hour and a half because you have to get dressed and get ready. You have to start the you know timer on the treadmill and then you have to warm up. And, you know, this takes a long period of time. And so it's really about increasing your steps during the day and your activity. Just don't spend the day sitting down. Try to fulfill the day with getting up and movement. Those are the very simple free things that, that you can do. Sleep, absolutely, I agree. The light that is emitted from the phone and TV, it's kind of a blue light. 
Those are things that excite the brain and suppress melatonin. So that is another reason. Absolutely, the scrolling and the and the busy body, you know, the, the brain excitability there absolutely applies there as well. And so uh, sleep. There are other things, too, that you, you talk about. And so when you mentioned in the beginning about paleo, keto, and all of that, mm. most people start off with that, trying to yeah. crash diet or, or, you know, kill their carbs out completely. What is your take on that? Yeah. I mean, if you can stick with that for a two, three, four weeks, you're probably going to see some results from cutting carbs and cutting calories and doing those extreme things. But yeah, you'll lose five to 10 pounds in a month. But that way of doing things, you can't keep up forever. So when you go back to your previous habits, you're going to regain those five to 10 pounds. So I like to take a more, um, a slower approach when it comes to weight loss. And I tell my clients, look, two to four pounds per month is the most realistic weight loss that you can expect to get um, if you want to actually keep this weight off in the long term. Yeah. Okay, that, that's true for 99% of people. Two to four pounds per month is a realistic rate of weight loss. And I just said that twice on purpose, just to emphasize how realistic that is. Um, and as for cutting carbs and, and cutting things out, I like to take a different approach. Instead of focusing on what should we take out, I like to start with what can we add in? What can we add in to help you with that hunger, to help you feel more satisfied while eating fewer calories? And you will just naturally start to eat fewer calories from doing these things. For example, eating more protein. So starting the day with a good chunk of protein is one of the best things you can do to set yourself up for a day of manageable hunger. I often talk about you know having 30 to 40 grams, but if you currently have no protein at breakfast, having just something with protein like one or two X is going to make a difference. And yeah, you can work on those long-term goals of getting, you know, a hundred grams of protein per more at some point, which is going to feel very challenging if you don't get that right now, but just working on, okay, can we have some kind of protein with each meal? Can we have some fruits or vegetables with each meal as well? And I'm not going to tell you to have like a big plate full of salad if that's what you're not ready to do, but just having something is going to be really, really great for bringing that hunger levels down so that you can control yourself around food later in the day. And it tends to be the evening where I notice people do right. tend to overeat the most. Um, sometimes that's due to undereating during the day. Other times it's due to not having enough protein or enough fiber throughout the day. It could be due to stress, which you've already kind of covered. Kind of it could be due to sleep deprivation. Um, but what can we add in? Let's add that protein, add the fruit, add the vegetables. And you will almost certainly start to make more positive choices around your nutrition just by adding in those things. Absolutely. I, I had a discussion with a friend yesterday who was drinking a, a glass of orange juice and, you know, about mm. uh, probably uh, seven, eight ounces. And I looked at her, I said, you know, drinking orange juice seems healthy. You're getting some, you know, D, getting some C, uh, whatever they add to it. But what you're doing is probably drinking about 10 oranges Whenever they, if you ever, you know, uh, squeezed an orange and gotten the juice out of it, you get just, you know, a few drops, just a little bit. And you have to squeeze like seven or 10 of those to get a full glass like that. It is not the way fruit was meant to be eaten. It is, you need that pulp and fiber to go with the sugar that is in the fruit in order to absorb it, not as pure sugar, but as a uh, more complex type of carb. And you're also having about six to seven, you know, servings right there of a fruit and sugar. So it's, you know, to me, it's drinking liquid sugar. I don't know if people have really thought about that when they juice and, and uh, whatnot, but talking to people about, you know, serving sizes and in your fruit or, you know, how you eat it really makes a difference uh, as well. So people are adding fruit, as you suggest, uh, adding fruits and vegetables are fantastic, but just be careful about how you, you know, about how you add those 
and uh, make sure that it's a, a good, you know, appropriate serving size one. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've got nothing like inherently against orange juice, but you're sure. right. You're going to feel more full if you eat the whole fruit. Right. You're just going to feel more full. You're going to feel better. You're going to have the fiber as well that you're not going to get from drinking the juice. Um, and also, it's probably cheaper if you're shopping at the right <laughs> places just to eat an orange instead of, you know, buying the, the big container of orange juice. It's, you're probably going to save some dollars there. Absolutely. And so, well, you mentioned, you know, you know night hunger. That's a very mm. big problem for people. I uh, think the hormonal imbalances, cravings, you know, that the sugar uh, industry and the high fructose corn syrup and whatnot did to us, increasing dopamine in our brains and our cravings. What are other ways that people can do to, you know, try to lower that hunger at night? You mentioned some great ways, so I may have mm. run you out of ideas there, but uh, but that is a huge, huge problem for people. Yeah. We've already touched on managing stress. Right. And I find that after a long day of work, if you are feeling stress and you've got to then go home and you've got to deal with the kids yeah. and you get the kids to bed and you're feeling, oh my God, what a, what a stress all day. I mean, yeah, you're going to reach for something that's high sugar because it is going to, it's going to make you feel better in the moment. I mean, there's no, there's no argument with that. Right. It's just not going to do you any favors in terms of like your long-term health or your, maybe your weight loss goals. Um, so I would say do something to manage stress every day. That's going to be a really great way of helping you deal with that evening hunger. Um, adding more protein is also going to help. Right. Going for those walks that we mentioned as well, that's going to really help. So maybe in between you arriving home after work and then you getting straight into the after school things with your kids, maybe you like you park a little bit further away from your home, you go for like a quick five, 10 minute walk, get back in your car, drive the rest of the way, and then see if that helps with your evening. And take um, kids with you. Maybe, sure. Hey, maybe maybe get the kids going. are get driving you crazy because they've got so much energy to burn, huh? Maybe they need to be running around of the park for, for half an hour before you then go home. That That's going to be really nice. Um, and yeah, like things like making sure that you are eating enough protein, you are getting that fiber as well that we mentioned the other day, that you are sleeping enough and you're not trying to get by on five or six hours of sleep. All of those things are going to really help you with that um, with the evening hunger. How do you feel about weight training? Weight training, I think... If you don't have a manual labor job, all people, whatever your age or gender, need to do some kind of strength training. Right. That's That should be like a definite thing, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, and I don't really, if you're like brand new to it, I don't really care what it looks like. I mean, I talk about on, online about, yeah, heavy weights, you know, going to the gym, lifting up those free weights or using the machines. But if you are feeling too intimidated to go to the gym right now, just do some bodyweight stuff at home. Follow some videos at home. It doesn't really matter what you do, just that you are doing something that's weight-bearing. Right. Um, but anyway, so the reason we strength train during weight loss especially is because if you don't, you're probably going to lose some muscle. You're probably going to lose some bone density. You're probably going to lose some of that you know, strength of on the ground, your connective tissues, and you're generally going to get a little bit more weak and more frail if you are not strength training while you're losing weight. Now, some of that can be somewhat mitigated by eating enough protein, um, um, especially you know, the muscle loss part of things. So if you physically are unable to weight train right now, um, then yeah, increasing your protein is probably going to be a good idea. And if you have any kind of medical issue, of course, speak to your doctor first to make sure that they're okay with that. Um, but generally speaking, yeah, more protein is going to help with that. But strength training it's so important while you're losing weight if you want to even vaguely look toned or defined Absolutely. once you have lost the weight. Because if you lose muscle while you're losing weight, um, you're just going to essentially look like 
like a more deflated version of the look right now. Okay. And of course, if your doctor said, hey, like you just need to lose 50 pounds for your health. If your doctor said that, then you just do whatever you need to do to lose that weight. But okay. if you're doing it for, for like general health reasons, you don't have any specific medical thing that you're trying to deal with, then you've got to lift the weight so that you do end up getting that toned and defined look once you have lost the weight. Right. But it's not just for weight loss too. I tell people that strength training and weightlifting, it, this is the same thing. It's a forever habit. So if if cardio keeps you healthy, keeps your lungs and your heart healthy in the long term, if it makes you essentially live longer, strength training will ensure that you have the best possible quality of life right. as you age. Absolutely. So. There are so many reasons to strength train. I mean, not to mention the stress relief aspects as well. But yeah, whatever your goal is, but especially while you're trying to lose weight, strength training is a must. I think it's uh, wonderful, as you mentioned, for bone density. Uh, but also people will wait. They'll say, well, I want to lose weight first. And then, you know, I'll start yeah, exercising or strength training. It's like, no, 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 no. That will help you fill in the skin underneath, as you said, and, and all those, uh, all those, it'll help you lose weight too a lot better. Tell people, we've got just a few seconds before we hit the break. Mm-hmm. Tell people where they can find you. Um, you could find me on Instagram is where I'm most often. So that's um, Rosentrain is my um, username. It's, so that's R-O-S-E-N-T-R-A-I-N. And my website is rosentrain.com. I've got a blog there, which I haven't updated in too long, but I'm on Instagram and posting every single day. Yes. Um, so if you want to find me there, you can yeah just type, go onto Instagram and search me there. Absolutely. And you will find all of his information at drpbetterlife.com. We are going to take a short break and come right back and talk more. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Depression, anxiety, low energy, weakness, these are just some symptoms of low B12 levels. And the absorbable B12 folate supplement that's helping people declare victory over depression symptoms is De Novo Plus B12 by Magna Pharmaceuticals. Patients with symptoms of depression often exhibit low levels of folate and vitamin B12. The human body needs sufficient folate intake to produce the essential neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. These neurotransmitters alleviate feelings of sadness and anxiety, and gloom. What makes DeNovo Plus B12 so successful? DeNovo Plus B12 contains readily absorbable folate and B12. That means it's more successful at correcting the root cause of your deficiency, not just the symptoms. Whether you are suffering with low energy, depression, fatigue, or anxiety, you owe it to yourself to learn more at magnaweb.com. That's magnaweb.com. Please let us know at checkout that you heard about DeNovo Plus B12 on The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Marianne Pinkston. And I was uh, talking with Daniel Rosenthal today on uh, who has been on Instagram and somebody I have followed. I love your weight loss uh, ideas and your guidance, uh, trying to take out the quick notion that we can just, you know, drop weight quickly. I want to lose 60 pounds in, you know, two months before my daughter's wedding type of thing. So trying to avoid that. I do want to say really quickly, though, before we take the break, I did not uh, mention my wonderful sponsors for Pinnacle uh, Research, PinnacleResearch.com for your free fibro scan. Fatty liver is a huge issue in South Texas and people can go get a free fibro scan at PinnacleResearch.com and Magna Pharmaceuticals. I work a lot with uh, patients on vitamin B levels and uh, methylfolate and whatnot. So MagnaWeb.com is where I send people to uh, get some great resources there. So we were going to talk a little bit about the myths of weight loss or the myths of being healthy. And so what are your, what are your top myths that you like to burst with people? Well, we were just talking about strength training and how important that is for for weight loss. Um, and it's still a myth. It's it's somewhat less pervasive now, but there is still a strong myth that lifting weights will make people bulky. Right. Specifically, women right. are, seem to be a lot more scared of it than yes. men about getting bulky. Um, it's really, really hard to build a significant amount of muscle. It's really hard, especially if you're a woman and you just have less testosterone than us guys do. Right. And even especially if you're over 40, because it just, just takes longer when you're over 40 to build muscle. Um, and if somebody does become bulky as a result of lifting weights, it's 99.99% of the time, it's intentional. So they were doing it for a specific goal to get bigger. So if you see a woman with with big with big muscles, she trained for years and years and years and years to specifically get that look. Right. Um, Also, if you do spend a year lifting weights and you end up looking bigger and you didn't want that result, it wasn't because of the strength training. It was because your nutrition wasn't on point. But if you are eating fewer calories than you burn and you're lifting weights, yeah, you'll build two to six or so pounds of muscle Mm -hmm. over the course of a couple of months. And the number on the scale may not change very much, but as long as your clothes are fitting better and you're losing inches, you are losing fat. Um, But after that, there there is only so long that you can build muscle with strength training while eating in a calorie deficit. Right. Um, so as long as you keep strength training and you keep eating in, the, eating in that calorie deficit, you will lose fat and you will get that toned and defined look that we mentioned. Absolutely. And that is, that is a huge myth. And the other myth that you uh, hit on is that, um, you know, people, if they strength train over 40, that getting bulky that, and if they do get bulky and stay in a calorie deficit that, you know, they will watch the, the scale, you know, if they want to keep watching the scale drop and drop. But sometimes the scale doesn't change. The number on the scale is not always the most important thing. Uh, losing inches and, you know, um, looking better and feeling better is, is definitely the, the goal. It's not always about just watching the scale drop. Sometimes that can be uh, a deficit of losing muscle and not fat, which is very common in a lot of these fad diets and, and uh, you know, things that people ask me for, medications and whatnot to, you know, hasten and hurry up their weight loss that oftentimes they're losing muscle and that uh, will slow your metabolism down over time. That's a good one. So exactly. uh, one more uh, point I'd love to make to you. How do you feel about beef? A lot of people want to avoid beef. They think it's very unhealthy. Do you have a, an opinion on that? I mean, if you only eat beef, it's probably not a good idea, but you can include beef as part of a, like a regular regular right. diet. And if you, as long as you're eating fruits and vegetables and you're having those starchy carbs and it's you're... Protein. 
and you're not active, yeah. there's there's no problem having beef from time to time. The, right? the data just doesn't support it. You know, I, the reason I bring it up, I, people say that many times in the office with me, and I'll tell them that you know that was where Oprah hit in the '90s in the you know hit the beef industry, and then the the low fat craze is where we we hit beef, and that really turned out not to be true. And being from Texas, you know, this is a big beef uh, beef uh, nation down here in, in Texas. Um, you know, I want people to know I actually lost 180 pounds eating beef almost every day. Now that you're right, you probably shouldn't. There are, you know, other varied uh, great sources of protein, but it's just mm. not necessarily bad for you. Uh, we have. Yeah, got I, two, I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say I had beef last night in a chili and I had a beef burger on Saturday night as well. So I, I eat beef. Yeah. <laughs> and it's wonderful. So there's a lot more to cholesterol and fat than uh, than what beef uh, actually adds, uh, as long as it's a good source. So I tell people to eat, you know, the, the grain-fed beef is generally not appropriate because it's genetically modified and it's grain. That's that's how most of us uh, became obese in the first or overweight in the first place. And so just grass-fed, clean sources, no antibiotics, no growth hormone, generally you can uh, you can stay in with beef and, and do just fine. So we've got about a minute and a half left. Please tell people where they can find you one more time. So you can find me on Instagram. My username is Rosentrain, R-O-S-E-N-T-R-A-I-N. You can even type that into Google. You'll find my website. You'll find my blog. You'll find, yeah, you'll find me on Instagram. Um, so you, you can, add, you know, follow me. If you have any questions about anything, please do feel free to send me too, right? a message. I have a newsletter as well. Yes, thanks for reminding me about that. <laughs> so every Friday, I send out my Fit Bullets Friday um, email. It's about a five-minute read at the most, and I right. include three to five Fit Bullets, which will give you some specific practical advice that you can use on your Absolutely. own um, weight loss journey um, you can find that at rosentrain.com forward slash newsletter Excellent. and it'll read out you to the page you can sign up and you'll get a couple of free gifts for signing up to there you go nice okay well i will definitely send people your way you can find all this information on drpbetterlife.com which you can find all of my previous shows and my blog which i too rarely add to i wish i did that more <laughs> often very time consuming but i like it but there's plenty of information there so please go to drpbetterlife.com Again, I want to thank Pinnacle and Magna Web for supporting me. And I want to thank you very much for coming on today. I love following you. I hope people will jump on board and uh, take your advice. You've got some great advice. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I really do appreciate that. Absolutely. Have a great, great uh, winter up there in uh, Toronto. Bless your heart. It's cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's really cold up here. Yeah. Thank you again. Take care. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.